Hello and welcome to Mr. Mar's History Podcast. Google Mr. Mar History to get more help with Nationals Higher and Advanced Higher History. In today's episode, we will discuss the campaign in Britain which existed against the Atlantic slave trade. Many people in Britain and elsewhere were opposed to the slave trade and they did so for various reasons. Over the years, they campaigned using a variety of different methods to persuade people to back their case. One prominent event which helped inspire many of the opposition to the slave trade was the 1781 case of the Zong. In the case of the Zong, which was a slave ship, the ship's captain threw more than 100 slaves into the sea so that he could claim insurance money on them. People were outraged at the way that other human beings were treated as little more than commodities who could even be killed if it was a way to make money and save money for the ship's captains. This inspired many people to become involved in the campaign. There were a variety of arguments that were used by people who opposed the slave trade. These largely focused on moral arguments, which is to do with what people believe to be right, and economic arguments, which is about money. One moral argument was a simple one, that it was completely wrong for one human being to own and control another. Linked into this, many religious groups opposed the trade on the grounds that it was against God's will. Some religious groups argued that God, that the Bible taught that man was made in God's image, and as a result, making a slave of any man was effectively to treat God in this manner, making it wrong. Other people said that the wars that had been caused by the slave trade were ultimately Britain's responsibility. Each time Britain and other countries were involved in kidnapping slaves, it led to Africans moving to different parts of the continent. When they did this, it inevitably led to war between different tribes. Many others would argue that the cruel conditions of slavery and also on the Middle Passage meant that the trade should be abolished. Former slaves gave speeches and wrote books which described just how difficult and horrendous these conditions could be. Others, however, prepared to focus on economic arguments. They hoped that if they could persuade people that in fact Britain was losing money by being involved in the slave trade, that this would ultimately lead to the end. One point that was made was that the slave trade actually cost jobs in Britain. Slaves were doing jobs that otherwise Britons could have been paid for doing, thereby cancelling the slave trade, ensuring that slaves were no longer needed, would create many more job opportunities for Britons, both at home and also overseas. Other people, including the economist and philosopher Adam Smith, said in fact that slavery was more expensive than paying people, for the reason that slaves worked less well. He argued that by the time that a master had paid for slaves' housing, he had paid for their food and clothing, and all the other things that he was responsible for, that he wouldn't save that much money on wages. And this had to be balanced against the fact that a worker being paid for their labour was always likely to do more work than someone being forced. Some other people said that Britain had better trade with other parts of the world, meaning it was possible to buy the goods produced by slaves at a cheaper price. For instance, sugar from India. Those involved in the anti-slave campaigns used a variety of different tactics to win support for their cause. One way was that anti-slavery groups were set up in towns and cities all across Britain, and they encouraged people from all walks of life to join in. These groups, and other people involved in the abolition campaign, produced books, newspapers, pamphlets and leaflets, all of which that argued the trade was wrong and sought to explain to a wider audience why this was. Public meetings were held across the country, and very often former slaves themselves were invited along as speakers, so that they could describe the full horrors of what they had endured. Religious groups also spoke against the trade, sometimes at their religious services, and other times at specially arranged meetings. One tactic which was especially successful was a campaign to boycott sugar produced by slaves. 
This aimed to persuade the slave, the sugar producers that they would make more money if they switched their produce to countries that did not use slave labour. Some politicians, particularly MPs including Will, William Wilberforce, spoke out against slavery and they tried on several occasions to introduce laws against the trade. There were other famous people involved in the campaign. Josiah Wedgwood, who was founder of the famous Wedgwood Pottery Company, was against the slave trade. In particular, his company produced a medallion entitled Am I Not a Man and a Brother, which became a very popular design for people to buy. Former slaves also played a key role in the campaign as well. For instance, they set up a campaign group called the Sons of Africa. People such as Oladu Ekuano wrote books and also spoke out against the trade, often at public meetings which were arranged. There were many famous anti-slavery campaigners in Britain. Perhaps the most prominent was William Wilberforce. William Wilberforce was an MP and he campaigned for more than two decades against the slave trade. He regularly gave speeches against the trade and he proposed a variety of anti-slave laws in Parliament. Thomas Clarkson was another prominent campaigner. He was an English Quaker, which means he was deeply religious and Christian, and he helped found the campaign group, the Society for Effecting the Abolition of the Slave Trade. Clarkson was partly inspired by his religious beliefs. One famous campaigner who had himself been a slave was Aladu Equiano. Equiano was a former slave. He had managed to buy his freedom and subsequently set up an anti-slavery group. He travelled extensively to speak against the trade, often going to public meetings, and he also wrote books about his experiences. John Newton was another prominent abolitionist. Newton had in fact been a slave ship captain, but ultimately, on converting to Christianity, became against the trade. He wrote a book about the evils of the trade, and he also spoke at public meetings. Newton is best remembered for writing the lyrics to the hymn Amazing Grace, which was inspired by his conversion to Christianity. Hannah Moore was another prominent anti-slavery campaigner. Moore had been a teacher and she became a writer. During the time, she met many different people who were involved in the anti-slavery movement and she became an active member as well, attending meetings and writing pamphlets. Finally, Granville Sharp was an important member of the anti-slavery campaign. He had been involved in setting up a campaign group after his experiences in meeting a former slave. He campaigned vociferously against the trade and he also advocated returning slaves to Africa, for instance to Sierra Leone.